Hello and a warm welcome to another episode of When in Spain. I'm Paul Burge and this is episode number 19. Thank you for listening. And in this week's episode, uh, well, something considerably more light-hearted and less controversial than last week's episode about bullfighting. I'm going to be taking you on a journey on Spain's high-speed train called the AVE, or the Alta Velocidad España, the high-speed Spain. High-speed train. In the episode, I will be taking us on board the AVE, uh, starting at Madrid's Atocha station, and all the way up during a three-hour journey. Don't worry, the podcast won't last three hours, um, but I'll be taking us from Madrid all the way up to Barcelona. And I'll be describing the service, what the AVE high-speed train is like. I'll be talking about ticket prices, how to get the best deals, uh, how to book. And I'll be talking also about the different routes that are available on the AVE high-speed train network. Now, I was planning originally to bring you a podcast uh, covering all of the public transport options in Spain. Now, looking at this, it is a pretty exhaustive subject. So what I'm going to do is break down the travel and transport into two separate episodes. So this week, as I've just said, we'll be looking at high-speed train services and other train services as well in Spain. And then in a future episode, which will be the week after next, I will bring you part two of Travel and Transport in Spain. And in the second part, I'll be looking at uh, buses, uh, metro systems in some of Spain's uh, biggest cities, uh, internal flights in Spain, uh, which are uh, very, very common. And I'll be looking at some more alternative forms of transport as well, uh, scooters and bikes and car sharing. So there'll be two different episodes. Uh, So this is part one. And as I said, in two weeks time, I will bring you part two. Anyway, so I will hand myself and you over to me in Atocha train station in Madrid. This morning, I'm heading up to Barcelona. Uh, Journey time is about three hours, and I'm just making my way down towards the platforms. It's a really beautiful train station, a big curved metal wrought iron ceiling. And the most interesting thing about the train station is that it has a tropical jungle right in the middle of it. So you walk in, Uh, The ceiling is incredibly tall and you've got banana trees, various different types of palm trees, tropical plants and uh, various little uh, ponds. And inside the ponds are hundreds of turtles. Yes, tortugas. Very strange. Uh, I recently found out that they are going to be getting rid of the turtles soon and, and donating them to a nature reserve. There are just too many in the ponds here in the train station. Uh, How they got there, good question. The story goes that people started leaving their turtles there because they were unwanted uh, pets. And people started noticing this and eventually, before you know it, they had something like 300 uh, turtles, which of course 
were breeding as well. So there you go, not something you'd normally expect to see in a train station. So we've left Madrid. I'm zooming along now about 10 minutes into the journey. And in the carriage uh, of the train that I'm sitting in, there is a, a TV, well, there are several TV screens because they usually play uh, a film or show TV programs and they give you little headphones, so the same as they would do on a plane, I suppose. Uh, and our current speed is displayed as well. Uh, it says Velocidad, and it's uh, currently showing 234 kilometres per hour. Uh, outside temperature 24 degrees um, which is pretty warm because it's only uh, about uh, half past 11 in the morning and that speed has just gone up now saying uh, velocidad speed 261 kilometers per hour um, my math isn't very good I don't know what that is in um, miles per hour uh, but it's pretty fast so the journey time is uh, about three hours and uh, we are covering a, a, a huge distance, a huge chunk of Spain in, in just those three hours. It really gives you an idea of how fast the AVE, the Alta Velocidad high speed train travels at. Three hour journey time and we're covering a distance of 400 miles more or less, about 630 kilometers. So we are rocketing across the uh, arid plains of North Madrid. So the route will take us uh, northeast, heading northeast, and we're currently um, just slicing through the top corner of Castilla Mancha, uh, the region of Castilla Mancha. So we've uh, left the community of Madrid, La Comunidad de Madrid. And, and the route will take us just through the top corner of Castilla Mancha. And then we will cross into the region of Aragon, Aragon, into Aragon, as we approach uh, Zaragoza. I believe the first stop we're going to make, there are usually very, very few stops on the Ave uh, train. Um, before Barcelona, I believe we're going to make a stop in a town called Calatayud. And then after that, we're stopping in Zaragoza. Uh, Zaragoza is really the halfway point between uh, Madrid and Barcelona. And then we will be crossing into Catalonia, continuing to head uh, northeast until we arrive in Barcelona, which should be at about 2.45 this afternoon. So I've uh, left my seat and I've wandered down to the uh, cafeteria, to the cafe car of the train. And I've ordered myself a tostada with tomate and olive oil, my favorite uh, breakfast, cup of coffee. And really this for me is my favorite way to travel. Um, the AVE, the high-speed train service in Spain is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's really comfortable. Uh, the carriages are very modern and spacious, the seats are really comfortable, the seats recline. Um, they are almost never delayed, they always seem to run exactly on time. Um, and it's just, for me, a really, really civilised way to travel. The great thing about it is, of course, you just sit back and watch 
the Spanish landscape roll past you and you sort of see it depending on which direction you're traveling in whether you're heading north or south you see the the changes in the landscape uh, gradually as, as the countryside uh, is laid out before you so it's just for me a wonderful way to travel around Spain I will say that it can be quite expensive uh, this ticket from Madrid to Barcelona for example for the return ticket has cost 130 euros more or less about 130 euros for the return ticket it's not really 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 cheap but it's just such a convenient way to travel it takes you from the center of madrid right into the center of barcelona Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to arrive in Galatayud. Please do not forget your personal belongings. Thank you. So about uh, 25 minutes left uh, to go before the end of the journey. Uh, we are currently rocketing through sunny and much greener uh, Catalonia current speed is 297 kilometers per hour so almost uh, I think top speed so the Ave so today I'm traveling as you know from Madrid to Barcelona and the Ave high-speed train network is the largest uh, in Europe and the network has some 3,100 uh, kilometers of uh, track. And there are numerous destinations, as I mentioned. Um, so the most popular route is Madrid-Barcelona, the two biggest Spanish cities. And the journey normally takes around three hours. Another key route on the Ave network is Madrid to Seville, down in Andalusia heading into the deep south that journey takes about two hours and 30 minutes and goes via Cordoba and uh, to Cordoba from Madrid it takes about one hour 45 minutes certainly from Madrid to Seville it is the most efficient way to get there uh, from Madrid driving would take uh, probably around five maybe six hours and the route is not very direct either by by motorway so madrid to seville two and a half hours via cordoba madrid to toledo now toledo is actually very close to madrid it's one of these sort of satellite towns you can get there on the ave in 30 minutes so ideal for a day trip or even you know just for an afternoon uh, another route is from madrid to valencia which is Spain's third largest city on the east coast. Um, from Madrid to Valencia, that only takes one and a half hours. Uh, Valencia is the closest coastal city to Madrid. And uh, one and a half hours to Valencia, and that goes via Cuenca. Uh, heading south again uh, from Madrid to Malaga, uh, around three hours again, that goes via Cordoba. You can take the Ave from Madrid to Leon in the northwest of Spain, and that goes via Segovia 
famous for its Roman aqueduct. And then it goes on to the most difficult to pronounce name of any city in Spain, um, for me anyway, uh, Valladolid. Goes to uh, Madrid, Segovia, Valladolid, and then on to Leon, and that takes two hours. And then if we look at Ave routes going from Barcelona, um, you can get the Ave from Barcelona to the northern city of Girona. That only takes 37 minutes. Um, I've never been to Girona, but it's supposed to be really, really beautiful. Very, very, very uh, typically and deep uh, Catalan uh, city uh, with a beautiful river uh, flowing through the centre. So Barcelona to Girona, 37 minutes. Going a bit further north, taking you right up to almost the uh, French border, the frontier with France. Uh, from Barcelona to Figueres. Figueres uh, takes 53 minutes. And then if you want, you can take the train from Barcelona into France. Um, there are routes that run from Barcelona on high-speed services uh, to Lyon, uh, the kind of foodie capital of France, uh, to Marseille on the Mediterranean coast south of France, uh, Montpellier, and to Toulouse. So you've got several destinations that you can reach from Barcelona on the Ave, taking you into France. It is really possible to get a train from, say, Madrid or Barcelona, uh, as far as Paris, by making a few changes. And that is something I would love to do one day, is to catch the train from Madrid to Barcelona, to Lyon or Toulouse or Montpellier and then get the TGV, the TGV, which is France's equivalent of the Ave, right across France to Paris, and then from Paris, catch the Eurostar train uh, under the, under the uh, English Channel, under the sea, to the centre of London. Um, I think that'd be a really interesting uh, trip to do by train with a couple of maybe overnight stop-offs along the way. Anyway, so uh, those, that's the... Uh, that's the Ave network, the uh, Alta Velocidad Española train network. So how do you buy tickets? Gracias. Uh, there's a lady just coming around to collect the uh, rubbish because I ordered myself another coffee, this time from my seat. Um, Ave tickets, train tickets and prices. Um, for the Ave, as I said, they it's incredibly convenient service, but you do pay a premium for the convenience. Tickets, uh, you can book online directly with the Renfe website, which is um, R-E-N-F-E. And Renfe stands for Red Nacional de Ferrocarriles Españoles. The national network of Spanish railways. So the Renfe website you can uh, buy tickets on. They also have a phone app. I personally find the Renfe website a little bit clunky. Um, you can, there is the option to change the language into English, um, but I don't find it very user-friendly if I'm honest. Um, what I tend to do and what I would, re would recommend doing is going to either the trainline.eu which is in English and connects directly to the Renfe uh, server 
offers all of the same ticket options. There is another one called Loco2, L-O-C-O-2.com, Loco2.com. And the one that I quite often use, which is only available in Spanish, is called Trenes.com, T-R-E-N-E-S.com, Trenes.com. So you make your booking on there, you put in your dates, uh, the time of day you'd like to travel, obviously how many passengers you are, etc. And it will bring up a list of uh, trains and options, and um, you obviously put in your city, you're traveling to and from etc etc and it's fairly straightforward um, in terms of uh, booking um, with the long distance routes uh, it's usually a good idea to book in advance because they do get booked up and for some of the routes you have to book in advance you can't just turn up and buy a ticket on the day um, so you book in advance and reservations are usually open 60 days in advance There are uh, a couple of different uh, types of tickets, different classes of tickets when you're booking. And we're just arriving into Barcelona Sants Station now. So, super efficient, we've arrived early. Um, but there are different types of tickets available. Everyone is jumping up out of their seats, grabbing their luggage, bags and suitcases from the overhead uh, racks. I think we've still got about five minutes to run before we arrive at the station. But there are three different classes of, of train tickets on the AVE. You've got the basic cheapest fare, which is called Turista, which is completely non-refundable, non-flexible. Uh, if you miss your train, that's it. You can't change the ticket you've got uh, Tourista Plus which has a certain degree of flexibility and they may refund you part of the ticket if you don't use it or you miss your train and then the top level first class ticket is called Preferente Preferente Uh, is the most expensive ticket available to buy. And uh, with the Preferente tickets, uh, you get your own special carriage with um, much bigger, uh, more comfortable seats. And they also provide you with a meal and wine included in the Preferente ticket price. So if you want to treat yourself to a bit of luxury, you go Preferente. Now the Turista, Turista Plus and Preferente classes also have within their category for example if we look at tourista there is a tourista ticket which is flexible flexible there is a tourista promo and then there is a tourista promo plus and the same for preferente there is a preferente flexible e promo and preferente promo plus the flexible uh, version of the tickets just means that it's valid on more than one train so with the flexible tickets you can use them on uh, I think any train uh, with the promo tickets and the promo plus um, are discounted tickets um, and uh, come out at much better value so it's always a good idea to keep out for the keep an eye out for the promo or the promo plus tickets uh, which are discounted and offer better value and they're available as well on the uh, preferente class 
uh, just to note to say that with the flexible tickets, flexible, you can actually buy those tickets on the day of travel. Um, looking at the difference between the different classes of tickets, I would say that the preferente uh, ticket comes out at between, depending on the time of day, depending on the route you're travelling, and depending on how far in advance you're making the booking, I would say that uh, they come out at about 20 to 70 euros uh, each way more expensive. So 20 to 70 euros more expensive each way. So I've just got off the train at Sant Station in Barcelona. It is... Uh, nearly 20 to 3 in the afternoon and we left Madrid at 11.30 so just over just over three hours to make the journey anyway going back to what I was saying about tickets uh, another fare that is available is called the Mesa Mesa fare which means table and this is for groups of people so if there are three or four of you travelling together you can get a Mesa fare and uh, it works out cheaper uh, to buy the four tickets together. And the reason it's called a Mesa fare, a table fare, is because you get, a, you get to sit at a table uh, facing each other, two and two facing each other, which is quite nice. So that's another option as well if you're, if you're traveling with three or four people together. Works out cheaper. So how much do Ave tickets well, as I said, they are a bit more expensive. Now, it's going to be difficult to give exact prices because, as you well know, booking transport, whether it's trains or planes or buses or whatever, uh, usually depends how far in advance you make the booking, uh, the time of year you're travelling, uh, certain dates, whether you're travelling on weekends, whether you're travelling at peak time in the morning or in the evening, or whether you're travelling at off-peak times. Um, also depends on the route you're traveling obviously so the distances do vary but i can give you some kind of averages in my experience and from some research i've done looking at the renfe ticket website uh, madrid to barcelona for the ticket that i bought and i bought it about two weeks ago i think i paid 130 euros return and that was traveling out at 11 30 in the morning and i'm traveling back uh, in a couple of days time at about the same time at about 11 a.m so when you make your booking online, you will normally find that you buy, even though it's a return ticket, you buy two uh, separate tickets. You buy the, uh, the outbound ticket and the return uh, leg of the journey as well. And each uh, leg of the journey will vary slightly in price. But for Madrid to Barcelona, for example, each way you're looking at between 60 and 100 euros each way. So a return would work out at something like between 120 and at the more expensive end, around 200 euros uh, return. That's Madrid-Barcelona. For Madrid to Seville, you're looking at between 60, well, almost exactly the same, uh, 60 to 100 euros each way. So a return is going to work out at between 120 and 200 euros. Uh, Madrid to Valencia is uh, a fair bit cheaper. That's because it's much, much closer. And the Valencia return ticket, well, each way you're looking at 40 to 60 euros. 
and a return ticket to Valencia from Madrid is going to work out at something between 80 and 120 euros. So yes, it is a bit pricey. Now I must mention that of course I'm talking about the AVE high-speed train network. Of course in Spain there is a, a really, really extensive intercity or regional train network as well perfectly good but much much slower uh, obviously these trains stop much more frequently and they're not high speed trains but Renfe and there are a number of other uh, regional operators in Spain as well connect the country up Um, the big cities and also all of the smaller towns as well the regional trains um, for this reason are much much cheaper now it is possible to get a regional train from Madrid to Barcelona for example for 30 euros each way and I think I've seen tickets even cheaper than that you know 20 25 euros each way however the journey takes something like nine hours ridiculously long time so if you've got time on your hands and you enjoy long 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 train journeys with lots of stops then you know it's definitely an option works out marginally cheaper but i wouldn't say it was a huge saving if you if you're good at bargain hunting and you get lucky with the ave there are some bargains to be had but it's just important to mention that when you go on the renfe website to book or any ticket agent or any of the other uh third party booking websites there will always be other cheaper options there will be other options you can you can select between ave and normal trains and there are normal train services that service all of the routes that I've uh, mentioned that the AVE serves, and they are noticeably cheaper. But uh, Spain is a big country, and uh, taking the slow stopping trains is going to take a long time to get to your destination. So that's the AVE from Madrid. Now, uh, I've explained the sort of network as it runs from Madrid and Barcelona. Now, obviously, the whole AVE network connects up So if you wanted to get an AVE train, uh, for example, from Seville down in Andalusia all the way up to Barcelona, you could do that. It would just mean you have to change trains uh, in Madrid. Uh, Most of the routes to the south, well, all of the routes to the south uh, go via Madrid and the routes obviously further up to the north go via Barcelona. So you could go from from Figueres in the very, very far north east of uh, Spain all the way down to... Uh, Seville or Malaga Um, it's going to take you you know six seven eight nine hours even on the Ave because it's such a vast distance Um, but you would uh, change trains and connect to a different Ave train uh, in Madrid so it's a completely connected network so I would say if you're in Spain whether you're coming to visit or you're living here really really do try and uh, experience the ave if you can and uh, if you fancy getting out to uh, a couple of the other bigger spanish cities the ave is a really really enjoyable and efficient way to do it yes it's a little bit expensive but personally i feel that it's worth it so to get on get online find yourself some tickets uh, because it's, it's it's a great thing to do so i've uh, as i said arrived in barcelona samt station much uglier than the lovely Atocha station, much more modern. It looks more like a sort of airport uh, than a train station. It's uh, coming up to, what, quarter to three. It's very busy, but it is Friday afternoon, so I think there are a lot of people commuting backwards and forwards, going maybe away for the weekend, finishing work for the weekend. And I'm just uh, on my... as I 
try and battle my way out of the station with people wheeling pushchairs and suitcases at me. I'm just having a look at the uh, arrivals and departures board uh, at Sants because uh, I'm intrigued to see if there are any international destinations. So I'm looking at the departure board now, which departures, which is salidas, or interestingly, because we're now in Catalonia and the official language of uh, Catalonia is Catalan, you will notice uh, if, you're, if you ever visit or if you're here that all of the signs, uh, posters, adverts are in Catalan, which is a completely different language. So at the departures board, we've got salidas, which is uh, Castellano or Spanish for departures, and then we've got sortidas, sortidas, which is Catalan. Anyway, so what have we got on the board? We've got trains going to, back to Madrid, the Ave, Cartagena, there's a train, an Ave train going up to Figueres, near the French border. There's a train to Zaragoza, that's the Ave as well, Madrid. Uh, there's a train down to Alicante. There's a train departing uh, at half past three, going up to Bilbao on the north uh, coast of Spain. Where else have we got? Seville, Sevilla, Malaga. So for at least the next hour or so, I can't see any international, de- uh, international departures going up to France. However, if I look at the arrivals board, Llegadas, or in Catalan it's Arribadas, there is a train due in to Barcelona Sants from Paris. So coming all the way down from, from northern France, across the border, and here to Barcelona. So yeah, there's a train coming, getting in at half past four from Paris, Gare de Lyon, and uh, the, it is a TGV service, TGV, which I believe if I'm my French serves me correctly is train à grande vitesse, which means high-speed train. So yeah, there you go. One international train arriving in from Paris. So I'm going to head out into the sunshine and have a wander around Barcelona. So there we are. I wandered out of Sant Station. Uh, I was spending the weekend with a very a close friend of mine who's also from the UK who uh, moved to Barcelona. Um, We had uh, a nice weekend wandering around and doing a lot of climbing up the very steep hills on the outside of Barcelona. Pretty exhausting. For next week's episode, I will be taking us on another trip. Me and my fiancée, Karina, had a bit of an adventure driving up into deepest, darkest Asturias in the north of Spain. Yeah, it was a bit of an adventure. We had a few uh, uh, unexpected problems. Um, We had a complete tyre blowout in probably one of the most remotest villages I have ever been to. A population of eight people. Uh, This happened in the dead of night, very late. We were completely stranded. Uh, We did eventually make it out in one piece and managed to get back to Madrid, albeit a day late. We both had to uh, phone into our jobs and (laughs) apologise because there was no way we were going to be back on Monday. That's coming up next week. I'll be talking about the places we visit. I'll be talking about Asturias. Uh, describing the landscape. It's absolutely beautiful. I'd never been there before. Uh, It certainly made me realise that I want to go back and explore it much, much more. So yes, next week we'll be recounting uh, our adventure 
and uh, the nightmare that we had uh, getting stranded and how we eventually managed to get back to Madrid. So as always, thank you so much for uh, listening, for taking the time and also for getting in touch. Um, I do appreciate all comments, as I always say, and emails, and I seem to be receiving more and more these days. So keep them coming. Uh, I will always respond. It may take me a week or so to respond to you because uh, I am quite busy as well. But please do send any suggestions, advice and uh, anything you'd like me to look at in future podcast episodes. Send it through to me and I will endeavour to get back to you. Don't forget there is the Vociferous Facebook group and Facebook page. Uh, Just search at When in Spain on Facebook. That will take you to the uh, When in Spain Facebook page uh, where I share uh, podcasts, notes, photos, other thoughts and uh, where other people also share uh, their ideas and pictures and things about Spain. And if you'd like to get even more sociable, you can click on the big blue button, uh, which will take you through to the Facebook group. And you can become a member if you like. Uh, Click on the button and you're a member and you can share, again, any thoughts and ideas, start a conversation, anything you like please feel free to do that. If you'd like to see any pictures and photos of the places and people uh, I see during any of the episodes, then you can do that on the When in Spain Instagram page. The handle is When in Spain one and that's for the Instagram. Uh, when in Spain is also on Twitter. If you'd like to tweet me, uh, the handle is at When in Spain one as well. And if you'd like to get in touch directly with me, the email is whenInSpain1 at Outlook.com. Um, Just before I go, please don't forget to uh, share the podcast. I'd be really grateful if you tell uh, your friends and family and anyone else who you think might be interested in all things Spain and Spanish. Uh, Let them know that this podcast exists, but it's great to know that uh, all of you guys out there around the world, I think now in more than 71 countries, the last check, Uh, thousands of downloads um, from all around the world yeah in 71 countries and if you'd like please get in touch and tell me where you're listening from let's see if we can find the most exotic uh, place where there is a when in spain listener and also get in touch and tell me when you listen to the podcast and where you usually listen to the podcast i know some people like to listen when they're commuting to work Uh, going for a run, walking in the park, doing the ironing or when they're trying to fall asleep uh, in bed at night. I'd be really intrigued to know, uh, you know, because this is, uh, I'd like this to be a two-way thing, a reciprocal thing. Uh, So yeah, let me know. Anyway, for this week, thank you. I will leave it there. Until next Wednesday, adios. Adios.